Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, April 18th, 2021, and this is day 1146 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. I thank you so very much, my Lord, for allowing us to function in the gifts that you blessed us with, to not be ashamed of those gifts, to help us, Lord, to remain humble and to not become prideful as we go forth and uh, share the love of Jesus uh, throughout this earth. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is true freedom stimulates your gifts. And I'm going to add this, even in adversity, even and especially in adversity. (laughs) It seems like that is when we are actually God uses us to actually show out and it's basically glorifying him, not ourselves. Uh, That is the whole purpose behind the gifts to glorify God. Um, We're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 9, verse 32 through verse 43. Acts chapter 9, verse 32 through 43. And we're going to be talking about situations where gifts and talents were used and then what happens uh, when adversity comes, how do we deal with it then? What do we do? Because adversity is around. It's going to happen. Um, and we still need to be those same ambassadors for Christ as we are when things are going well. So let me go ahead and get started in verse 32 of Acts chapter 9. And it says, as Peter traveled about the country He went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Anis, who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Anis, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat. Immediately, Aeneas is actually Aeneas, I'm sorry, got up. All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. You notice there was a great challenge if you just looked up on this man and you think eight years you've been in this situation. That is very hard. That is going to be a rough thing if you've been that way for eight years. And it doesn't sound like he was that way uh, from birth if he was a man. And so he wasn't used to living that way. Um, And now here comes Peter with his gifts and talents in this area. And he tells him to get up and roll up your mat and to walk. And he does this in front of all these people. So he could have thought, what if I fail? What if when I say this, it doesn't happen? But when you're functioning, truly functioning in your gifts, you have freedom to do as God has instructed you to do. 
So let's go to verse 36 and see what else happens. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda was near Joppa, so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men in, men to him and urged him, please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he sat, then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. So in these two functions that, you know, with Peter, uh, in the way that he responded to the situations were totally different. The man, he did this in front of everyone, uh, telling him to get up and, and uh, you know, get up and roll up your mat. And immediately he did in front of everyone. But in this case with Dorcas, Peter put everyone out of the room and prayed for Dorcas and she got up. You see, our God-given gifts and talents, although the gift is the same in the way God will um, administer them, in the way God will use you, uh, in the places he uses you, uh, and how he uses you, will be different. And it can be adverse situations as well as, you know, just you walk in and everything is just beautiful. <laughs> um, so... I look at this and I see these characters involved, um, Peter and Aeneas and Tabitha and the widows uh, and the people in the town that saw a need and they knew to go to Peter. So point number one, when you are free to be you, you can't help but excel in your gifts and talents whereby fulfilling your God-given purpose. Are you derailing your gift because it's not like what you've seen others do or how they function? Or or you may feel like I'm not good enough or you may feel like I tried using my gift before and I failed or it wasn't like what I thought it was going to be. Well, when you're functioning in the true freedom of God, you will be relaxed in it and knowing that God is going to use you however he pleases through the gifts he's given you. So as I said, let's look at Peter, Ananias, Tabitha, and the widows. Every one of these people were blessed by the gifts of someone else. You notice that? 
with Peter, he blessed Ananias with his gift. And with the widows, um, uh, Tabitha, also dark, known as Dorcas, blessed them uh, and fulfilled their needs with her gift. The same with Peter. He fulfilled a need of Ananias. He needed to be healed. Uh, the same with Peter. Then he, uh, after um, Dorcas uh, was now dead, he came in with his gift and used it to raise her up. And the women, the widows there, you know, they did not uh, give up. They had faith and knew that, okay, the people that sent for Peter and went to get him, that showed their faith in God to use, uh, to, to wait on this person to get there, to do what God has given them to do. So you see, God uses our gifts and talents to bless others and one another. Mm. You know, you got these great gifts, but there are times when God is allowing you to receive from others as they use theirs. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. <laughs> Point number two, the purpose for our gifts um, uh, and uh, the purpose for our gifts, as you can see, is to build the kingdom of God. As ambassadors of the kingdom, we're sent by God uh, to, with all authority of the kingdom to function and operate in our giftings in this world. So we're coming with the kingdom gifts. <laughs> These gifts come from God who is in the kingdom. Of, you know, he is the kingdom of God. <laughs> and so we come with his gifts, right? And, and we're in this world, but we're not of the world. We're of God once we accept him and of his kingdom. So now we're coming and sharing those gifts with the people that are in need. We don't change to be like the world to come to show the love of Jesus. We come uh, in the great authority and power of God through the power of the Holy Spirit and to invite them into the kingdom as well through salvation, through knowing Jesus as Lord and Savior. You know, I had the great opportunity of going to a function yesterday and God uh, miraculously, <laughs> and at least to me, it seemed like a miracle. I mean, freed up my schedule for a Saturday, uh, typically, you know, every Saturday morning until around noon or one, I am booked. Uh, doing lunches every weekend. And my mom and my sisters were going to do them yesterday. But our um, containers were not delivered on time. They actually didn't come until yesterday. And I, we, I tried every way I possibly could to come up with a different way or to find other containers to do those lunches, but to no avail. And when that happens, I've learned to just be still after I've done all I can do and know that God is in control. So I was able to go to my daughter-in-law's um, conference. Now, she's done these conferences before. And I, and I was able to go, actually, from 8 a.m. until about 4 o'clock. 
And uh, she had asked me to help uh, and to serve. That's one of my gifts and to prepare food uh, and to set it up. And, and that's what God has given me to do. You know, I love doing it. And I said, sure. And so when I got there, um, it was just me and her and my son as I was setting up and preparing for the day. And uh, they had everything laid out beautifully. And she's done these conferences before. And when she's done them before, she's done them usually in another facility, like in a church or or, uh, somewhere where, you know, it's a commercial building. And usually there's several people that'll come. She may have um, musicians there and just uh, all these speakers uh, there to share. Well, this time it was in her home. And one of the things that I noticed was it was extremely intimate. There was a handful of women and it was phenomenal. It it was like the gifts that she has are in creativity, which are true. These are her gifts uh, and creativity, prophesying, things like that. And she came up with all kinds of beautiful activities and an outline of how the day was to go. This was a two-day event. She did something on Friday and on Saturday. And she had uh, the table set um, with, you know, like she loves designing with fabric. And so, you know, pockets on your jeans, she had those cut out and put on the table and used those as napkin holders. It was beautiful. And then she had all kinds of other things that you wouldn't use for that. Typically, you wouldn't think to use it for that. So, but she did. And uh, I was just like, wow, wow, these are so nice. And so the women started coming uh, in at different times. It started off with one lady and we were talking and laughing. And then uh, by the time the rest of the ladies got there, it may have been seven or eight of us. And each person that um, used their gifts to like one, two of them used their gifts to speak to all of us and to share. Well, actually three, because my son spoke as well. And it was extremely, all of them did such an amazing job, but they flowed effortlessly in their gifts and blessed all of us. So many people were healed uh, out of the, the women that were there, healed, they were set free, delivered, uh, because everything that they had to share was something that we all needed. You know, <laughs> God knew what we needed. And it was so powerful. And they all shared their gifts with all of us. And then at the end, one of the ladies Uh, She was gifted in poetry and she has written two books in poetry, Maria, and I don't know Maria's last name, but she got up and she shared um, the first writing about fear, a companionship with fear and how she threw that partnership away. But it was the most beautiful and touching uh, reading I've heard in a long time. 
as a poet and some of the things that she shared with me because one of the things that Shavaz did during her this session was to have a three of us women that were more mature, older, <laughs> to sit with three of the younger women. And so, yeah, so there was six of us. So we did that and we got to learn about each other. And I got to sit with Maria and learn that she homeschooled her children uh, using her gifts and talents to raise them up. And she writes poetry and other things that she does as well. But every woman there was able to get something from someone else as they shared their gifts. It was absolutely amazing. And this is what God wants you to do. What is that gift or talent that you have? How are you using it? Are you suppressing it? God is saying, get up and use it right now. (laughs) Where you are, you would be amazed. The young woman, the poet said, That she always wanted to get out and do other work. But God said, here's where I want you to use your gifts with your children by homeschooling them and teaching them. So right in your home, this conference that she did, Shabazz did, was in her home. And it was at top of the scale. It it was like something you would pay to go to see at a T.D. Jakes conference or something. Every speaker was comparable or even greater, (laughs) where you would see thousands of people seated. And here it was in this small setting. And God is saying, I'm shifting things. And I'm going to do it in the way I choose, of course. But I choose you to go forth and share the gift with others in the setting that I have prepared for you. Just as Peter did in the home Uh, of the people, wherever they laid her, whosoever home it was. It was just a, a gathering of the widows there. You know, so don't despise your gift. Don't categorize the gift based upon where you feel you should be using it and where you feel you should not. You can use your gift anywhere. And, and wherever God says to use it, as things change, your gifts will be paramount wherever God places you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn all about God's un conditional love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.